Welcome back to the Cheryl Reeves Show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. The great thing about having Cheryl, well, there are a lot of great things about having Cheryl Reeves on the network. Uh, we're honored to have her, uh, and she can speak with great expertise about a number of topics. Sometimes she can't talk about certain things because she's the boss. So I'm going to throw something at her now and see if she can talk about it. Uh, Sylvia Fowles appeared on Instagram uh, wearing a Lynx jersey with the caption, Home. Uh, I think we can all figure out what that means, but are you allowed to talk about that yet? I unfortunately cannot comment on anything free agency related, and that would be free agency related, unfortunately. Okay, I will go ahead and comment on it. That'd be cool. It'd be cool to have Sylvia Fowles back for another year. Uh, it was a blast having her around. I mean, she's always a blast, and as we've talked about before, just getting away from free agency and talking about personality, uh, the more I've gotten to know Sylvia, the more I have appreciated her. She has been uh, just a blast. She was a blast to cover in Tokyo. So I will, you know, without putting you on the spot anymore, I'll just say it would be a blast to have her back and she would give you a great chance of uh, winning a lot more games. Now we'll move on to stuff you can talk about. And I'm going to, I'll be very self-referential here. The uh, Star Tribune owns the Minnesota Sports Hall of Fame. And we just uh, ran a piece today that uh, the latest class will have eight women inducted 50 years after Title IX. We're intentionally having an all-woman uh, selection field. I'm going to run some names by you, and you know, you're probably not going to know everybody or know a lot about everybody, but I'll just give you the chance to talk about them if you would like to. Uh, the first is Annie Ad Adamzak Glavin. Of course, she was a high school player from Moose Lake. I'm guessing you don't have a lot of experience with, with, uh, with Annie. I don't. I don't have any experience with Annie, but I'm really happy for her. Yeah. Uh, let's go to number two on the list. Simone Augustus obviously uh, made her bones here as a, uh, a champion and an Olympian with the Minnesota Lynx. Any thoughts on Simone? Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously a tremendous honor. And I think they got it right with Simone. Simone is, um, you know, since 2006 and when Roger Griffith drafted Simone to the franchise, you know, just somebody that made made second home. Uh, I think she's probably one of Minnesota's favorite adopted daughters. I think that would go go without saying. And you know what she did did for our franchise um, was incredible. It's why we're you know in a position to do the things that we are today. Uh, she was a part of the foundation that was laid, and, and uh, just a prolific scorer, as as we all remember. You know, there's nobody better at at uh, being in a one on one situation, you know, probably in the history of our league. I know Cynthia Cooper was awfully good, but but Simone's um, Tenure in the league, you know, was one that puts her near the top uh, of what comes to or who comes to mind when you ask, you know, you're in a one-on-one, who do you want? And, and uh, Simone's ability uh, with her uh, ability to handle the ball, um, her location, shot location in terms of, you know, above her head. And she just was difficult to play against. And, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed my time uh, here in Minnesota. And we don't win championships without her, that's for sure. LSU produces some athletes. I mean, in all sports, I still remember seeing uh, Sylvia Fowles and Simone Augustus on the same college team playing in Williams yeah. Arena. That's still one of my favorite favorite uh, basketball memories. Uh, before we get to the next name on the list, who's also very familiar with Cheryl Reeve, do want to remind you, all of our shows are available at TalkNorth.com, the best way to listen. Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. You can also follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod. See all the shows as they are released. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Rudy Luther Toyota, Pizza Luce, Cara Quinn, she's my realtor, 
successful marketing group, and All Energy Solar. Uh, also, one of my uh, most recent Blocked and Muted shows, that's my show at TalkNorth.com. Uh, Rachel Bannum was a guest. Natalie Chun was going to be a future guest, so check that out as well. We do appreciate everybody who listens to TalkNorth.com. Next on the list, Cheryl, Maya Moore. Well, another incredible selection. Um, you know, Jim P. used to say this a fair amount about those Lynx teams that – uh, possessed uh, Simone Augustus and Maya Moore as the perimeter with Lindsay Whalen, uh, the leader <laughs> of the group. Um, you know, Jim Pete would, would often say, people don't understand uh, what they're watching, the greatness that they're watching. You know, and in time, those things kind of uh, come to light. But uh, Maya Moore, you know, in terms of the historics of uh, the, 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 her presence on the court, the things she could do on the court, just so unique, um, an athleticism, a uh, flair for the game, you know, just a, a winner. The things that she would do uh, everywhere she would play, uh, teams would find success. And this was the perfect place for Maya to be drafted to um, in that she was the perfect superstar for this team because we had so many selfless superstars and, and she just fit into that. And and obviously what she did on the court was um, just awfully impressive. So very deserving of this recognition. And Jim Pete said the same thing to me on occasion. Uh, do you think if she was underappreciated at the time she was here, do you think that was because of uh, media? Was that because of, you know, we didn't, we weren't properly promoting women's sports or was it something about her or her game or, or the fact that you had so many good players? No, I, I think uh, the game itself underappreciated. Uh, so it's going to come a time. It's, it's like the NBA, of old, you know, those, those great Bill Russell days, or go back and look at the attendance of, you know, some of those great players back at that time. Um, you know, if that was happening today, what the narrative would be, nobody's watching, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. nobody was watching uh, in terms of, you know, relatively in terms of the couple thousand people. Um, so it's more a product of that, that, you know, the, the space that um, maybe women's sports, the landscape, you know, the, the not a big enough uh, part carved out, uh, we know all the reasons why. Uh, so through no fault of of uh, the women that are competing, certainly no fault of Maya, uh, but just in terms of, you know, people just not recognizing the greatness. And our game will get to you know, the place in the NBA where we we assumed, you know, we assumed so much that, you know, the great, and when, we, when they trot out, you know, the 75 players, you know, 75 year anniversary, and you look at, look at a lot of the older great ones and they didn't have anything near, what we have today. So it's the evolution. And um, we will look back on Maya's time and wish more people would have seen it. Uh, that That's for sure, because uh, she was really special. Yeah. And that's the thing I always, that struck me about Maya's game is she was probably the easiest player, maybe in the league to appreciate just because she was spectacular and she could do everything. And she wanted the ball in big situations. She made big shots and she played for a great team. And she drove a great team to me. She was so easy to appreciate. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Whalen always said it, Maya doing Maya like things, you know, yeah. that none of us know what she's going to do, you know, <laughs> but it, it was, uh, you know, it was just winning. It was, it was something that was going to help you win the game. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, uh, Anoko's Brianna Scurry, obviously goalie on a lot of great U.S. Uh, World Cup teams. Uh, I'll just run through the names. You just, and then if you have thoughts on any of them, I'll let you chime in at the end. Uh, Carrie Tollefson uh, from Dawson, Minnesota. I actually went to Dawson, did a story on her. Uh, 
just a great human being, great, uh, great runner. Chris Foles, the uh, University of Minnesota women's athletic director, uh, obviously pushed very hard for the uh, promotion of women's sports and women's athletes rights. Uh, Chris Wolves did great work here. Lindsey Vaughn, I got to cover her in a couple of Olympics, obviously one of the greatest uh, skiers of all time. And then Chrissy Wendell Pohl, who was a great uh, Park Center hockey player, played boys team then played with the girls team, obviously did very well in both. Uh, you have any thoughts on any of, anybody from that group? Yeah, well, the, the two that, that come to mind are Brianna Scurry, who um, I was actually connected with many years ago um, through, some, through some soccer friends. And so uh, was around around her and and then uh, you know her career kind of took off and and did, they did some great things on the national team and uh, so happy to see her recognized and then you mentioned Chris Bowles and you know, when you think about pioneers and people that have paved the way who have put the work in you know to make it better for you know this generation there's there's got to be the first name that comes to mind when you think about uh, Minnesota women's athletics and uh, all that she has done so. Uh, again, very, very deserving. We know that uh, you usually attend the Summer Olympics. Are you a big winter sp- winter sports and Winter Olympics person? I really like to watch it. Um, yeah. it none of it is anything that I do. <laughs> um, I'm with you. You know, because I couldn't. I couldn't as a, you know, somebody was asking me the other day, we were talking about, you know, skiing and snowboarding and things like that, that I have zero interest in doing. I have a, a strong fear of injuring myself because, uh, I know at this point I would not be very graceful <laughs> in my efforts, <laughs> uh, but we weren't allowed to. And so I don't have any background, you know, or a basis for it. I, I actually have water skiing, but actual sk- snow skiing and things like that. We weren't allowed to do those things. We weren't allowed to go skating, uh, because you played in basketball and there was a fear that you would, you would pull a hamstring or something in, in doing those activities. So we weren't allowed, <laughs> but I have, I have, I really enjoy tuning in. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting to watch the Winter Olympics with my wife. She's big on all those sports. And uh, Lindsey Vaughn is a, uh, an incredible athlete. I got to talk to her mother in Apple Valley a few years back when she was just breaking out of the scene. And uh, and I tell you what, one of another one of my strongest sports memories in this business, Cheryl, is being in Turin, Italy and covering the women's downhill and standing at wow. the bottom of the mountain and – literally having to tilt my neck back in an uncomfortable position to see where the starting gate was. And it made me realize, you know, on TV, it looks like they're skiing really fast. In person, it looks like they are in a controlled fall. Wow. Interesting. And the closest I get to that is my, uh, my Wii balance board and playing the Wii. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Have you ever seen those? I do my downloads and I'm pretty good on that. I'm pretty good. That's the closest I get to it. <laughs> so do you do that with Oliver, against Oliver, and how's that competition you know, shake out? It's actually something we've just been talking about recently. I, I shared with him the, the fun that that uh, we could have in that. So we just have to break it back out because it's taken a backseat to to some other devices, and so we got to get that gaming uh, system back out. We appreciate everybody who listens to TalkNorth.com and everyone who supports this show and the network. Uh Chief among them on this show, Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. $0.10 off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations. 
Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. We'd also like to thank Pizza Luce. We hope to get out and do a live show sometime in the foreseeable future, but we are going to wait for things to calm down and for uh, conditions to be a little bit better. Uh, But thank you to Pizza Luce for their support. Also, thank you to Cara Quinn. She's my realtor. She should be your realtor. CaraQuinnRealtor.com is her website. You can also find her at VibeMN.com. VibeMN's offices are on Selby over in that cool section of St. Paul. Uh, Cara's been great to work with. We're still working on building a house and she has guided us through every step of the process. Uh, She is always available to us. Uh, There are times we intentionally don't reach out to her because we know she's going to get right back to us and we don't want to ruin her weekend or evening, but incredibly accessible, incredibly knowledgeable, very experienced, knows all the neighborhoods in Minneapolis and St. Paul, uh, and just is great to work with. You don't want to work with someone who makes the process more difficult. Car is the opposite. She makes everything easy. CaraQuinnRealtor.com. Thanks to her friend, Glory Ramsey of Successful Marketing Group. Just finished up another successful winter wear drive. SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. And last sponsor on this show, we want to say that as a home improvement project, solar energy can start paying for itself the moment the system is powered up. It can pay back 100% of the installation costs within eight years. Plus, a system from All Energy Solar can even pay back more than 300% of its cost over its lifetime. And you can learn how to make the switch now or later this summer, whenever you're comfortable, at AllEnergySolar.com, AllEnergySolar.com. Did you know uh, much about, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, I could not find a a great pronunciation guide, Lucia Harris from Delta State. uh, First, she scored the first basket in women's basketball uh, competition. She was the first woman drafted by an NBA team. Uh, yeah. Sadly, she passed away this last week, but what, what a great figure in the, in the, in the sports world. Yeah. Um, you know, sad that this is the way, you know, we have to hear about her again, but like, like you said, I mean, absolutely uh, incredible talent. If you watch the video, I mean, she was the, the true center um, and, you know, she had size, uh, strength. She had this competitive passion. When you hear about uh, those that described that were around her, those are the things that they said and how difficult she was to play against. And, and uh, yeah, just, you know, loved hearing uh, all the, the history and the stories that unfortunately come up at a time like this. But I'm glad that we're so many people have recognized uh, her great talent. And, uh, you know, it was sad, sad to hear of the passing. Yeah, and as you said, it's sad that we're only talking about her upon her passing. Maybe maybe we will move in a direction where people hear about all the great uh, women athletes uh, while they're still in their prime. Uh, we did just uh, you know just did celebrate, if that's the right word, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. You know, as someone in your position who's always fighting for social justice, who works with uh, black women and black people in general, uh, do you have any thoughts on this particular Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Well, I think it's obviously a you know important day in our our nation's history that we that we uh, we spend the time to celebrate and acknowledge uh, and 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 educate. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Um, but it's it's one of those things that it, it shouldn't just be about a day. And I think m- many of us that's what comes to mind is you know whether it's uh, Black History Month or you know that that where our players are asked to extend themselves throughout that month. They they it's one of those things we hear a lot. You know, that that we want people that walk the walk 
uh, every day. We, we want those corporations that we're partnered with not to only call us when, um, you know, Black, His Black History Month presents itself uh, or a celebration of ML King Day, uh, that sort of thing. So lots to learn. Um, uh, so many of his works are um, misused, I think, um, in, in, the, in our political system today. Um, the, the interpretations, you know, that's what happens. You know, I think we forget some of the, the purpose uh, behind uh, the statements that, that he made along the way and the journey and the fight uh, that he was in. And, and uh, um, I don't think he'd be pleased today to know that we're still battling about voting rights, you know, not, not so far off from maybe where we were at the time that he was uh, on his journey. So uh, those are the things that come to mind. Obviously, something that um, national holiday. So we're, we're thrilled in the recognition. Um, but, you know, it, it, let's make sure that we're, you know, that, that we're, we're walking the walk every day and every month. Well said. Uh, it, it is amazing to have a Martin Luther King Jr. Day in 2022 as, uh, as certain people are trying to restrict voting rights and suppress votes and gerrymander uh, black people out of power. It's, uh, it's really disturbing. Uh, and it's also it drives me absolutely bonkers when people who do not walk the walk quote the quote. Amen. So uh, what's on your schedule these days? I know you have WNBA free agents. We're, we're having this conversation early on Thursday afternoon. And of course, you know, news can always break at any time. Um, what do you think is the next big development for your team or your, your league or what what's next on your schedule? Yeah, free agency. That's the only thing on our schedules right now. Free agency that will also lead to uh, other transactions, other, other, you know, trades around the league and movement so it's it's a busy time and and so those of us that are involved in the organizations in this way it's uh that's all we think about we eat sleep and drink it right now uh, so pretty heavy time and uh as you said uh, news can break <laughs> at any moment so um you know we're 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 probably at a a point where the dominoes are going to start to fall i would say you know typically a weekend which will be um, Saturday. So at a weekend, we'll, we'll you know, think things will really start to show themselves. And so we'll, we'll, you know, see how everything plays out for all the teams. And, you know, we're all just trying to prepare our rosters and put our best foots forward for uh, the coming season. And so we're, we're completely immersed in that now. And then, as you know, uh, beginning of February, February one players can begin to sign. Uh, and that's also a, a, a training camp for USA basketball beginning uh, February uh, 5th. And, and then we have a competition at the end of that training camp. So we'll have a week over in Washington, D.C. So that's that's all that I'm doing. That, I mean, I, I'm not summoning dragons as much as I would like to be doing with Oliver on his iPad in his games. But <laughs> um, I'll, I, I work at him where I can. He's now all over the place. He's got some really fun games that um, that over the holidays, it was hours upon hours. And now he's looking at me going, you're no fun anymore. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> so, uh, so. You know, that that's that, that tells you everything. <laughs> well, yeah, and I just can't imagine your schedule and what it's going to be like this year. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I just don't know how you're going to do it. I know you will do it all. I just don't well, thanks, know how. Thanks, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I said, I realized that I was saying that it didn't, it's, it was not coming out right. I don't know. I might, the point I was trying to make is I don't know how a human being can do all the things you are about to do. I know you'll do them, but I just don't know how you actually will handle that workload. It just seems incredible to me. Well, like I said, everybody that's been in this position has done it, and, and uh, you figure out a way. And compartmentalizing is is absolutely the, I think the the path 
because uh, it is hard to do you know so many things at once and do them well. So you focus on what you're where you're at at the moment and and uh, work your butt off there and then move on to the next thing. That's that's the only way to do it. I saw a story that James Wade has joined the USA basketball staff. I wasn't clear on whether that is your Olympic staff or if that means something else. It is not. We have not named. Um, okay. Well, the, the first staff that we would name would be the World Cup staff. Um, and what we're doing is taking the opportunity, USA basketball is taking the opportunity to involve uh, more WNBA coaches in this particular competition, uh, largely because the college coaches are are uh, in season. And so, uh, their availability is is um, uh, pretty much uh, non-existent. So we'd have to, um, you know, and from a WNBA standpoint, it's a great opportunity for us to spend some time together as coaches and see what works. Uh, I love the idea because they're um, they're all going to have an opinion, and I love that. You know, we're all going to sit together in a room and we're going to kick around ideas and lineups and actions. And so I'm really, really looking forward to you know, picking the brains of the people that we have. We've, we've got some. Uh, you mentioned James, we have Kurt Miller, we have Vicki Johnson, we have Mike Tebow. And that's that's a loaded group, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. So I'm going to sit back and and watch them work and and see if we can put a team together that can that can uh, um, win this uh, World Cup qualifying tournament that that we'll play in in Washington D.C. Two more topics I want to get to. Once again, thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com. Thanks to our producer, Brianna, Brianna, excuse me, Brianne Burdett. Thank you to our sales executive, Karen Cleary. And, uh, and again, best way to listen, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. Also, we have added some new shows, including my grim voice of the Gophers. Check out that show as well. If you are interested, uh, Teresa Witherspoon, Witherspoon, uh, was interviewed, uh, I think for the Phoenix job and she decided to stay with the Pelicans. And so far, at least as we speak right now, I don't think Phoenix has hired a head coach. Any thought on either of those news developments? No, I, I read it like you all did. Um, you know that I w- certainly knew that the, she was a candidate for the job, and, and it's been been ongoing uh, for a few months now um, since that so they made the move uh, away from Sandy Brondello. Um, you know, certainly thought it would be interesting as as Becky took the position in Las Vegas uh, that that maybe Teresa would find it as appealing. Uh, I have no idea about the process in Phoenix in terms of you know what what she saw there or or. Um, all all the things that go into making a hire, um, and I do not know what's next for Phoenix as far as candidates. I I try to avoid following the you know some of the people that uh, put things on social media that stated as fact when I know um, when I speak with the individuals involved um, that that the information is actually very um, uh, off base. <laughs> so. Uh, I think it's one of those things. I'm sure they're they're working really hard to find the best coach possible, and and uh, you know they're they're taking their time. I can appreciate that they're not feeling uh, rushed. I know that uh, you know Teresa probably maybe took a lot of their time, uh, but in terms of what's next, I don't know. And and uh, well, the thing I try to do is focus on the Minnesota Lynx <laughs> and try to make sure that we're able to compete with those Phoenix Mercury over there. Well, it sounds like we will have some things to talk about by the time we talk again. Thank you for your time, Cheryl. Thanks to Brianne, and we will talk to you next week.